Welcome to the Social Plunge. Your blueprint for plumbing and HVAC businesses social media optimization with your marketing masterminds, Stephen and Michelle. That is right. This is the Social Plunge. Welcome back, podcast listeners. Thank you, intro voice man, for giving us the best introduction for this podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Michelle Martin. How's it going, Michelle? Hey, it's going well. So today, uh, as we said in the last episode, we talked about uh, Facebook Business Manager, what are the benefits, the importance of Facebook Business Manager for business to client communication, and why you should set forth in that direction if you want to be uh, start to doing campaigns. Uh, in this episode, we are going to have our Q&A, uh, a couple questions from some people around the country that have some questions about the social media game. But before we get into that... We have our newsflash. So for today's newsflash, I've really been wanting to talk about something that I've been seeing a lot lately on the internet, and it's related to social media and how it's creating anxiety in young people and across populations, and how this can uh, relate to your business. So um, first of all, I want to say that anxiety is necessary for growth, especially in a business environment. Um, in order to grow and to move on and move forward with new innovative ideas, you more likely than not need to encounter problems. And social media gives us a great space to sort of experiment with uh, what kinds of media work and what kinds of communication work with others and make us more conscious of that. And that's what's so uh, fabulous about it. Although 60% of Americans polled in one study said that they found a serious need to disconnect from social media and as many as 25% of Americans admit to difficult relationships because of confrontational online behavior, I think that we can use social social media as a beneficial way to alleviate these kinds of anxieties related to what young people call FOMO, F-O-M-O, and that's a fear of missing out, and really use this to our advantage as businesses by going into your Facebook insights, for example, and showing and really comparing your progress to your competition's progress. Of course, this leads to anxiety because you don't want to see others in your field performing better than you on social media, but you need to in order to grow. It's absolutely necessary. So what I want to say is embrace your social media anxiety and take it head on. I couldn't agree with you more there, Michelle. That is actually a boatload newsflash. Uh, social media anxiety runs through everybody, no matter who you are. And, and I think it actually plays a significant role as far as to uh, our clients. Uh, we actually have our first, and you know, I'm going to bring up this first question because it kind of piggybacks uh, what you were saying about social media anxiety. And it's Janet from Portland, Oregon, uh, and she asks, what are your suggestions on negative comments on your page uh, or posts? And to be honest with you, we've had uh, specific situations with our clients that uh, we've, we, you know, we've had employment recruiting campaigns and under the post or the specific campaign, there's always been a negative connotation uh, to the specific post. And the best way to handle these as far as, you know, here at Plumbing and HVAC SEO is we try to handle those with the most up, I would say handle those with the utmost care. Uh, not necessarily hiding the, it depends on what the post says. If the post has obviously curse words or things derogatory to the company that, you know, you're posting for, obviously hide that. That's 
totally irrelevant. You don't want anybody else seeing that. But if you feel that if you reach out to that specific person and reply to the post, that could actually be another beneficial thing because people also like interaction, even though they are going to give out a negative uh, feedback of the company. If you reply back to that negative comment, they probably will respect you in in that specific manner. Definitely. It shows that as a business, you are capable of taking criticism, um, no matter how it's presented, and trying to work with it as best as you can. That makes you a more responsible, responsive business owner. Right. And that looks good across the board. Um, maybe not necessarily to the person who's criticizing you, <laughs> but to the rest of your audience. It shows you're trying to grow. Exactly. So it's really important to try to get feedback from that person on a private platform. So what we like to do and what I think is a very solid approach to dealing with a very negative comment on a page is try to turn it into something where a private message is being sent instead so that they can voice their grievances and then you can get as much as you can out of them without it being necessarily publicly displayed. After you get their message, you know, they can complain all they want to you. You can respond accordingly and deal with it as well as hide their original negative message. So that prevents it from being public, but it doesn't uh, necessarily ignore the issue. Right. So that's a really great approach to take. Yeah, and what you're saying, bringing it back to uh, the messenger, I feel like that would be the way, the route to take if you want to deal with that specific customer or person that's reacting to their to the specific you know post or uh, your page. So uh, we have a, a couple other questions here. Stu from Mobile, Alabama asked, what should my content mix look like? I worry we're posting too much humorous posts and articles and not enough promotional content. Well, Stu, I think this is a common misconception with people on social media that are managing pages. I think that there's a lot of pressure to write a lot of CTAs and promotional content. Phone number, phone number, phone number, call us, call us, call us. We can do this, we can do that. And I think for plumbers and HVAC professionals in general, there are certain services that are just common across the board. And when somebody wants their AC fix, they know you can do it because you're an HVAC company. They already know if they like your page or if they're seeing their post, your post, that you can uh, fix their water heater if you're a plumber. But the, the real question is, the real issue around social media is what do you want them to see about who you really are as a company and not necessarily what you do? What you can do as far as customer service, what you can do as far as design work, what you can do that is unique and innovative and fresh is what people want to see because they know you can dr clean drains. They know that. And yeah, every once in a while you can pepper your phone number here and there just to make sure that that number is top of mind. But The it's phone really, number is yeah. already all over the website and exactly, all over the page. Yeah. So it's really more important to hone in your social media voice and create um, a brand identity as opposed to promotional content. And that, uh, you know, humorous posts are great and articles are great, but we definitely recommend adding more to your mix than that. A lot more to your mix. We, in, in previous episodes, we talked about how important important news uh, in your area is to post as far I mean yeah it doesn't have to pertain it doesn't pertain to your specific company but you're posting relevant news about your area in your service area so here at plumbing and HVAC SEO we like to say overly promotional CTAs is a so that is that with that question. And we have another question from Bob, Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, he says, hi, plungers. Well, thank you, Bob. We, we, are, <laughs> we, we are your social plungers. I own an HVAC business 
And I'm wondering, why would I use Facebook advertising for my company? Well, and actually in episode two, we talk about Facebook advertising and the benefits it, it has for these plumbing and HVAC contractors because, like Michelle said, top of mind, if you're posting uh, a specific coupon or deal or advertising that, there's a difference between organic and paid reach. And obviously, if you put more money into that specific campaign for your promotion, it's going to get a lot more traction than just like what Michelle was saying, posting an ordinary CTA on your timeline or page. I mean, I think that it's not even a question anymore. Um, if you are not taking advantage of Facebook ads, you are not taking advantage of the most comprehensive advertising tool available in this day and age right now. Facebook ads is definitely the thing to jump on if you are not already on it. I mean, really... We've already gone in depth. Yeah. It is the cheapest cost per reach. If you want to listen to the about you know how important it is the benefits check out our earlier episodes because we bring this topic up a lot to our clients we continue to do so because it's return on investment yeah it's money in your pocket and i think just there's just for some strange reason plumbing and hvac professionals don't see you know the value of social media exactly and it's a shame really because it is is absolutely wonderful trust us and if you don't go ahead and check out episode two i'm sure we will alleviate all of your skepticism with the copious amounts of facebook ads knowledge we share in that episode Mm -hmm. so uh we have one final question here and it's a great question actually related to the darker side of facebook ads But don't be alarmed. It is a common problem for people to get locked out of their Facebook ads account. And this happened to Allison from Seattle who asks, why am I locked out of my Facebook ads account? My ads all meet Facebook guidelines. Ah, well, Allison. She put in the ah. Yes, she definitely oh, did. And we understand why. It's uh, it, it can be a very stressful experience. Uh, Super sort of stressful. Realizing like, okay, Facebook ads is a great tool. Let me let me hop on it. Let me create all of these ads and then have it fall flat when you realize something strange went on that doesn't quite have an explanation. Unfortunately, this happens to so many people and it probably has something to do with you signing in perhaps to your Facebook ads account with a different IP address than your original, than where your account was originally created. I mean, that may have happened to you, Allison. You know, it it definitely varies. It could also be something related to your payment method, especially if you pay via PayPal. A lot of people will get uh, locked out of their ads accounts because they changed their payment method in PayPal and Facebook flags that. And uh, sometimes there's a more specific notification than others about why you're locked out, but there's always a way to fix that or get around it. Chances are it'll take a couple months if you decide to go the route of messaging Facebook and trying to get their team to resolve the issue by sharing with them relevant information to perhaps why your ads account might have been closed and then giving them your ID and your credit card information again to verify that it is indeed you. And if you don't want to wait a few months, you might get maybe somebody else on your team, create a business manager account, and then use your payment method to create ads on your page through their ads. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the workaround we offer right now. And if you don't know what Facebook Business Manager is, check out our episode before this episode 
we talk about that and the benefits um, in the introduction. I just brought up the recap, so you guys should know exactly what I'm talking about. But that is all the time we have for you guys today. We appreciate your questions. We hope our answers will set you in the right direction. Please, this is the social plunge. Write reviews. Subscribe to us through your Via podcast iPhone app. And uh, we appreciate you guys' time. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm Steve Sparacino. And I'm Michelle Martin. We'll see you next time.